0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz
1: every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.
0: Well, 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 it is time to give out the Fox Across America game ball. It's Super Bowl week. We just had a hell of a Super Bowl. Uh, But of course, this is not a sports thing. It's a metaphor. Uh, Something that I deployed because my stunted intellectual (laughs) handle has rendered me incapable of communicating in anything but sports metaphors. I don't know if you know that about me. Like I sound coherent on the air. But when I walk around the Fox News building, I'm constantly saying things to people like, well, a walk's as good as a hit. Oh, you got to play the teams on the schedule. And I think nine times out of ten, people nod along like they know what I'm talking about. But then they leave and they're like, yeah, I'm not sure the guy who does radio uh, is uh, all there. Uh, But the point is, you're here. And this week we are saluting someone who is a comedy icon, someone who has a new uh, stand-up special streaming on Fox Nation. It's called Cancel This. She was momentarily canceled for her show, Roseanne. But she was back in the flesh in studio this past Monday, and I had a really great time talking to Roseanne because she is, of course, a comedy icon, lover or hater or anything in between. She's a one-word celebrity. You know, there's very few of them out there. You know, you got Madonna, you got Elvis, you got Beyonce, you got Geraldo, uh, and you got Roseanne's. not a lot of them out there. So anytime you got a one-name celebrity in studio, it's always exciting to kind of get a feel for who the person is. And kind of get some insight into what, you know, kind of made them the way they are. And what Roseanne is about to tell you in this interview are a couple of fun facts about not only her childhood, but the children she's raised that you didn't hear anywhere else this week when she was making the promotional rounds. And I thought it was really fascinating stuff. And, of course, it was just really excited to talk to somebody who's been such a lightning rod for controversy. But the fact that we went on to have as good of a time as we did means, you know, head and shoulders, she comes out on top in this particular election, and we don't even need to count the mail-in votes. So, Roseanne, come get your Fox Cross America game ball happy valentine's day to you You
1: too thank you very much do
0: you like that i went with my overweight figure skater look
1: i do i yeah. love it well it's very uh texas you know
0: it is it's very i'm a
1: texan now uh, and
0: i do love that about you but you know what my problem is with wearing this shirt to texas what they they see the shirt but they hear my accent and they think i'm in the witness protection program
1: <laughs> well are you
0: <laughs> i can't divulge <laughs> my sources roseanne <laughs> Um, I I love
1: that shirt. It's beautiful. Well,
0: thank you. Uh, I I do sort of come off as a guy who was a gold medal figure skater but then gained too much weight during the lockdowns. And now I've gone into radio as like a spinoff. But, but I appreciate your fashion support. And I will tell Gutfeld, I know you're going to be on Greg Gutfeld tonight. Yeah, I'm looking he, forward to he it. He and I are in an ongoing battle over fashion on the air. Like we fight it out in public. And uh-huh. I secretly think he's jealous because my shirts don't come in kid sizes. Oh. But uh, I'll let you sort that out later. Uh, you are, of course, here to promote a phenomenal special. Um, I want to jump right in, though. As a comedian... Okay, because I was watching you when you did a young comedian special with Rodney D mm-hmm. back in the day. We're yes, talking nineteen eighty six Dang, man. in Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. And you'll be happy to did know Did you that-
1: notice who else was on that show?
0: Let me think off the top of my head, because I've seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Was it Dice or somebody who was Dice, it?
1: Sam Kennison yep. and Jerry Seinfeld. Insane. Uh-huh. It was a crazy, crazy uh night of comedy. And I, I apologize because there's a couple others on there who also became big careers, but can't remember them. No,
0: no, but it's outrageous because I'm watching you and you're the domestic goddess mm-hmm. and, you know, just eating these people alive. But I don't think there was ever a world in 1986 where you or any of those I- comedy icons thought this job was going to be taken so seriously. Meaning it was going to be fun. We were going to laugh at people mm-hmm. and everyone loved us. But did you ever think you'd live in a world where words were being treated as like hate crimes? Because that's ultimately what our art form kind of evolved into.
1: Yeah, I did because I started out uh – well, I started out uh, kind of as a, a political writer, okay. you know, a, a, at a woman's commune, a big feminist woman's commune. <laughs> can you believe it? In Denver, Colorado. And I, I kept trying to write uh, serious political stuff because mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just yeah. was v- very into that. Well, first I wrote po- poetry, and then that turned. Uh, the poetry always went bad and turned into political sh- <laughs> can i say swear words You're on Roseanne, here?
0: say what you want Well, it turned you into
1: political sh- and then that turned funny so yeah. it always went wrong whatever i was doing <laughs> it always went wrong and so yeah i always had a problem with the word mm-hmm. with the people coming after my words yeah because they were like this isn't supposed to be funny mm-hmm. this is supposed to be serious so that was the first thing yeah and then it's like this isn't political enough because it was either too left or too right mm-hmm. everything was always to something when yeah. i started comedy in denver they didn't used to let me get on stage there at the comedy store comedy shop it was first called and then mm-hmm. the comedy works because they're like people don't like your feminist humor that's what they said because <laughs> my first act was i just made fun of men comics so the first <laughs> time i went on stage i was like uh you know if you're if you you know, uh-huh. I can't even go into it, but they <laughs> said, we don't we don't want you here. So I had to go to like I went to punk bars and um, and uh, <clears throat> they're really were, were gay bars, jazz clubs, um, black clubs and everything. And, uh, you know, I went in mosh pits to do my comedy <laughs> and all kind of things. And I went to lesbian Mm -hmm. coffee houses in unitarian basements and they this is when it really pissed me off because those lesbians can they said could you say lover instead of husband so it's always about words and i said no no i can't say lover instead of husband Mm -hmm. are you gonna do to me what everybody else is doing to me then i won't come back here neither good for you but you know it ends up you can't play nowhere yeah (laughs) <laughs> but you know, but then some comics came to Denver. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, yeah. uh, Oh my God, I'm blank on his name too. But a lot of big comics yeah, came yeah. to Denver, and they they saw me and um and uh, they told the uh, owners of the comedy club, "You got to put that girl on," as they called me. You got to put that girl on because she's funny. And Boom. they stuck up for me, so mm-hmm. they they brought me on. They let me come on the club, and then they had this contest. Uh, the Denver Laugh-Off, okay. and it was 15 guys and me, and I won.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Good for you. It
1: was amazing, and I won. And all the guys were cheering for me, too, by then, because uh, my my ending joke was, um, this is really dirty. Can I say it?
0: Yeah, why not? we got a delay. Don't worry about it.
1: Okay, well, my <laughs> final joke, which everyone in Hollywood stole from me, including uh-huh. Rihanna in her song, Cockiness, but my final joke was uh, people come up, they go, hey, Roseanne, you're not very feminine. I go, S- my d-. That was my <laughs> ending closing joke. And all the guy comics were like, get him, get him. <laughs> so that's how I won was you basically on that ending joke. Through
0: the fastball. Roseanne Barr is in studio. The new special is called Cancel This. It is streaming on Fox Nation. One of the things I kind of want to highlight because I think it's very often misunderstood about comedy, okay, and I want your take on this. But as a comedian, when we're making fun of someone at a show Technically speaking, you we're... Mean a heckler? Yeah, No, I just mean in general. Like if you went off a, a protected class of people, like for instance, at one point in your special, I know you get into pronouns and you have an iconic soundbite that's all over the internet right now about you saying your pronouns or kiss my ass or whatever it may be. Yeah. The point is when we make fun of something like a protected class of people at a comedy show, we're treating them as equals. We're not sticking them off at the kitty table like some infantilized lesser than Isn't it your opinion that when you make fun of somebody at a comedy club, it's a way of saying, hey, you're just like the rest of us. You can be a part of the joke.
1: Are you talking about the oligarchy? Yeah, is that well, what you're talking about? I'm talking
0: about any type of any – this is what we hear a lot of in comedy now. We, we'll always frequently be told like um, you know, you've got to be punching up at all times. You can't be punching down or uh-huh. anything in between. And I, truly I think comedy should just be funny. Mm-hmm. But I think let's say you were going after transgenderism. I don't think you're going after it to provoke a hate crime. I think you're going after it because it's a mainstream thing now mm-hmm. and it's a way of including them in our national dialogue, is it not?
1: Well, I don't think you should punch down either. Uh, you know, I don't think nobody should punch down because, you know, we should all be punching up as Fair. fiercely as we can because mm-hmm. that's where all the jokes are. Okay, yeah, no, And I'll those you are that. the people that are causing all our problems. We need to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And I've been, uh, you know, if there is any target whatsoever, they should be everybody's target because look what they're doing. To- they're trying to kill everybody. No, no, I
0: agree with that. The only problem I have with the comedy militia is all of our soldiers sleep till noon in La Quinta.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, I think it, comedy is about laughing yes. power to scorn. That's what it is to me. That's what it always has been to me. It's not making fun of, you know, some yeah. poor person who has I mental agree health no, issues. I agree no, I agree with that. I agree with But I do have a great transgender uh, joke. Okay. I had a lot of them way before anybody was ever doing it uh-huh. because, you know, I actually have that in my childhood. I have mm-hmm. transgender issues from my childhood. I had a transgender childhood okay but, but you know i haven't talked about it yet and i will i had a couple jokes about it a few years ago i said you know i i felt like i was a boy trapped in a girl's body um i always felt i was a boy inside a girl's body because i always hated uh fair play and justice but uh uh-huh. but uh <laughs> but um i did have that issue but um now my joke is my uh Advice to today's women. Uh Keep your penis in your pants. (laughs) There is no reason for you to pull your penis out in front of old women and young children. It's just not ladylike, and it shouldn't be done.
0: Well, think of how far we've come as a country that when you started your closer as a woman was Uh S-my-you-know-what, and now you have actual women— Making that same declaration, the yeah. world—it's—it's it's never been a more ripe time for comedy.
1: It's never been a more ripe time for invasion from aliens, which I think <laughs> is that what's happening. It no. seems
0: like it. I disagree. I think the aliens came, looked at us, and they were like, "Nah." They saw everybody staring at their phones and posting pictures of their dinner, and I think no. they got bored with us. No,
1: they go, you- "These people are nice and fattened up. This is going to make a good dinner." <laughs> That's what
0: I think. Oh, Roseanne, the they want—they want to eat us. <laughs> We'd be good eating, by the way.
1: I think so. A lot I'm of so, fat, especially in America.
0: And humans are gluten-free, and you know the aliens. <laughs> the aliens are big. Are we keto? Because if we're keto, we got a big problem. You know, these yeah, are,
1: like, I think we could be. The, keto. These
0: aliens want to look good on Instagram. They don't want to be—you don't want to be the fat <laughs> alien. If you're gonna, you think about the pressure of being the first alien who comes down here. You're gonna be historic. You're gonna be on every newscast. You want to be in shape, Roseanne. Uh, so what everybody needs to do is hit the gym uh, once they get done. with watching cancel this it is streaming on fox nation you can watch roseanne tonight on gutfeld Uh, a career highlight for me thank you for this
1: Hey, thank you, too.
0: I'm going to try not we'll to get emotional. say hi show. to
1: William and, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, i oh, will we'll go out all, to dinner.
0: I'll handle all those punks. Thanks, Roseanne. You're thank the best. Thank you. That's going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball presentation. I am back Monday with some big action on the radio. Also going to be on America's Newsroom. You'll see me on Sean Hannity Monday night as well. It's going to be a banger. Get your game face on. Have the best weekend allowable by law. And we will see you here Monday.